we have entered the time of year that proves that God is real because only a supernatural entity could create such like terrible conditions as summertime in Maryland. It is so fucking hot all the time and my pores just open up and they won't close until well into football season. People in Houston are like, shut the fuck up. Hmm? People in Houston are like, shut the fuck up. Fuck you guys. But (laughs) And then like on top of that, we have like the cicadas going around too, which don't bother me. It's just the heat on top of the cicadas makes it like I'm already grumpy and now I'm taking it out on our our cool little bug friends. So uh, the cicadas don't bother me, but uh, when I'm on my, there's there's like at certain times of day when I'm in certain neighborhoods, they make the craziest sound when they all are fucking together. You know, it's just like this super eerie, um, like. But it's like constant, constant. Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's fucking. It's. I like. Have you ever seen? I like the sounds. Have you ever seen them? Which is like like the old them from like they used to show it on like AMC from like way back in the day. Like it's a it's a classic black and white film about ants, like big ants, giant ants. I don't think so. Uh, There's like a sound in that film that like is exactly the sound that these cicadas are making. But also on the way to your house, this is the first time this happened, dude. They're hitting I had my sex with a girl. <laughs> they're hitting my windshield like over and over and over, and I can see them. They're like missiles. So I'm literally like not even trying to dodge them, but I'm like, whoa, here it comes. You can like see them coming out of the trees and like going over like other cars and like kind of like swooping down, and then they just smack right into the windshield. Like they, my yeah, it was crazy. I I, I hit like maybe. Maybe like at least twenty of them, you know, just smacking in the windshield. You don't hit them all day at work. No, no, not really, not at all, dude. Every I have to clean my windshield every single. You know what? They're day. not in Frederick. They're not really in Frederick. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I literally I haven't seen. I mean, I've started to see them a little bit, but they're they're only in certain spots. But like around my house, there's barely any. Like, yeah. I mean, they are all over down here, dude. I'm not lying. Every single evening when I get off of work, I have to like scrub my work vehicle's windshield because it's just caked with cicada guts. Really? Oh, God. Well, I'm on the fucking highway and I smack one of them puppies going 85 and they just pop like a grape. Yeah. And then you can't like do the windshield wiper because then you just spread their like fuck juice everywhere. It reminds me of Men in Black, the first one, you know? Sugar. Water. Yeah, but like, yeah, because that, that one's all about bugs and stuff, but like it starts off with like cars and like, it literally starts off with you're following a, a dragonfly and then it just like rams right into a fucking uh, windshield. But yeah, that's what it fucking reminds me of. But it's, it's, it's been funny. But yeah, it's hot. It's, it's hot as fuck. Yeah. Well, that's why I've been, why I've been grumpy because it's fucking hot out, but then like I'm taking it out on these cicadas because like when it was a little cooler for those couple days. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, don't fucking touch me. Mm-hmm. But like when it was cooler, like they didn't bother me at all. And they would like, they would like land on my arms or like, I don't like it when they're in my hair because I'm afraid mm-hmm. they're going to get like caught up in there. Mm-hmm. But they'll like land on my arm or like my legs and it's just kind of like, what's up, dude? And I, you know, you brush them away. But now like the past couple days, it's like one touches me and I like 
kind of like punch it off of me or I'm like screaming at it and stuff. And I like feel really guilty because mm-hmm. they have their existence is so enviable. They sleep for 17 years. And then they're like, oh, we could see a fucking R-rated movie now. And then they, yep, and that's it. And they're like, finally, <laughs> I can watch Boogie Nights. And, no, and then they wake up and they fuck until their butts fall off. And they scream the whole time. And then maybe if you're lucky, you get pissed on so much, you turn bisexual. And then you just die underneath a really big tree. I just don't get I just don't understand why they exist. Like, what's the point of doing that cycle? They're like nature's fertilizer, dude. They're so Also, good how do for... the eggs get back into the ground? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I just, like, had a breakthrough. I think they're on the... Because they they're all supposed to just die, right? So how do they get back in... I how guess, does the baby larva get back in the ground? I guess they're in the detachable butts that fall off, and then they just sink down. I don't know. I really Damn, don't know. dude. But, like, it's, I need to find that out. Yeah, it's so sick. Like, I um, it's also very funny seeing other people's reactions to the cicadas. Cause, oh my God. So there's one of our clients. I don't know what this man does, right? But it's at like a business park, and I thought that he was like a groundskeeper, but I haven't seen this dude like mowing the grass before. Like, I know the guy who mows the grass, right? Or I've seen the guy who mows the grass. This dude walks around during all of business hours with a leaf blower and it's just leaf blowing cicadas that's gotta be so much fucking fun but he's like this old man but then i looked at him and i realized that he's just covered in cicadas the whole time like on all of his on like the whole way up his arms like on his neck like mm. on his head on his shirt like on his pants he's just covered in bugs Ew. and they don't bother Damn. him and i like i fuck with that pretty hard it is very funny, like, seeing people get hit with them, and then they just start, like, freaking out and, like, screaming and shit. Yeah. What did he say when you, when you, when you uh, said hi to him? Oh, you want me to say we're the Bolsheviks? I'm a proud vegan. Mm, so good. There is nothing gay about professional wrestling. It is full-contact murder gymnastics. That ain't a video game, though. Crayon. No, 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 no. Every time I smoke weed, I always think I have HIV. All right, we're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. Nice. But yeah, I got a... It's been it's been interesting talking to some some homies who don't live around here about cicadas because they're like this mythical creature to people who like don't experience them. Or they like did. Is it only them. around here? I think so. Or I think like, like Virginia and, and Maryland and like just this area. I don't know if they're thing. like only here, but obviously like the event is only here. So like I, I really don't know. But I know people who are like from the East Coast who are now in other places and they're just like, I miss the cicadas. I love them. They're so great. And it's like you have a very strange selective memory of cicadas because they kind of just like buzz in your ear. And you just like get thwapped with something. You know what I mean? Um, Can you imagine if they bit or stung? That would would suck so bad. That's the only reason why they're chill is because they literally do nothing. Yeah, they do. They just land on you and then you can kind of just like whisper like, go on now, get. get Same thing with like stink bugs. Like stink bugs are everywhere, but like they never really bother me because they don't. In fact, sometimes I'll feel something crawling on me. I'll be like, oh my God, no. And then once I see that it's a fucking stink bug, I'm just like, oh, 
thing. Like I literally get a relief. That I don't. Goes through my okay. Body. I like cicadas more than stink bugs. Stink bugs are like too tiny to be chill. I don't like the little bugs like that on me because I'm always afraid that like I don't feel you know what I mean, and like I don't want it like crawling in my shirt well, or like they end up in your drinks a lot. Like or like like yeah, stink bugs and like they, they can end up in your shit. But like a cicada is so big mm-hmm. that it's just like like a lizard at that. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. a little gecko kind of thing, and you're just like, oh hey, what's up? You're like kind of like pet size. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to a mean. stink bug, where it's like you could be anywhere right now. Yeah, I see you. Where are all your for? You're running distraction for your friends that are what like in my ears right now. What's kind of cool is like seeing like predators get them you know i've seen that a number of times like birds just like i missed that predator movie where it's like the cicada (laughs) one yeah well what cool (laughs) that that was great that was a real good real transitions are difficult we've been doing this for how long and i still can't figure out how to just like this is our 163rd time we've tried to do this you know, like, I, I've just looked back on my life, like, lately and just kind of been like, man, I've done, like, literally every single thing I've ever fucking done that I thought I was, like, proud of for a second in any remote way. I look back and I'm just like, man, that's so cringy. And, like, I think one day we're both going to look back on this podcast and be like, man, that was cringy as shit. <laughs> I mean, the only Just, reason- like, everything I do is cringy. It's, like, what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, like, when I look back- you're- The reason you're saying, man, one day I'll look back is because- you don't listen to this show, so you don't hear it when mm-hmm. it comes out how cringy you are. <laughs> I know how cringy you are. Mm-hmm. I have to hear it live, and then right. I hear it when I listen to the episode back. Yeah. But you know you, that, that, that shitty feeling like when you're taking a shower and you're like, oh, God, remember when I said that or this? And yeah, it's my entire life. I yeah. stay awake at night, and I'm like, man, that one time God. in eighth grade I said this one thing. I'll never live that down. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, there's so many fucking things. I but. mean, that's how it is, like being in shitty bands and i've been doing mm-hmm. that for half of my life oh yeah i miss one fucking i mean that's like that's what it's like to be in a band like you miss one note no one else will notice it except for you and maybe one or two of your other bandmates but it just haunts you you want to know the cringiest thing that's ever happened to me when i as when i was playing in bands i was in michigan and we got to the show and then to, to play the show, nobody was there yet. There was, like, w- literally one person there. And we were like, oh, okay. this was a super famous band that you were in, that really yeah. big mm-hmm. band that you were in? Yeah. And uh, there was, like, literally one person there. And the band, like, the other bands hadn't even gotten there yet, but it was our turn, it was our time to play. And we are like, fuck, I guess we'll just play. So we play our entire set. And then, like, literally, like, right when we're about to finish the last song, a bunch of people start coming in. And we're like, fuck, you know? And we're like, man. And guess what we decided to do? You just play the set over we again. We play the set over again. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Oh, my God. I just remember being like, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it was fine, you know? It's it, not like anyone only... was there to fucking Exactly, notice. yeah. Um, Dude, those shows yeah. were always my favorite. Some of my favorites on tour. Because, like. When you, you know, when you do like a really long tour, you know, like, okay, I have to book something between, mm-hmm. you know, Kansas City and Denver. So we're, unless we want to drive for nine hours. So we're just playing mm-hmm. like this random small town and 
no one's going to show up, but the sooner we get done, the sooner we can whatever. Right. And like with other bands, it was a little different, but like <laughs> back in the day, like fucking Misha shows on the road, there would be like no one there. And we'd be like, cool, we're just going to play for seven minutes. Like we're, we're going to play 10 songs, but we're just going to play all of our shortest songs mm-hmm. back to back to back to back, no breaks, and then just get out of here in seven minutes. And then we'll just go party. Right. And that was always like this wonderful ace in the hole. Yeah. It's like, we can technically play a full set <laughs> right. in eight minutes. That's crazy. And That's then, crazy. And then you just like go on with your evening, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. God, I can't imagine being like, we're playing the set again because my friends are here. No, we didn't now. announce it. We, well, we like looked at each other. We're like, man, all these people are here now. Like, we're just like, oh, just start. And the promoter <laughs> was like, yeah, this is cool. I don't even think the promoter was there. It was just that guy. The only person that was pissed was that guy, that one guy. That sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> All right, let's start talking about. Let's let's go. There's you know, there's a couple things that happened this this week. You know. Yeah, there's a decent amount of stuff going. Yeah. On. Well, actually, uh, something just popped up on my phone like uh, a couple minutes before we did the pod that we started the podcast, and that's like that the developers apparently abandoned the whole XL uh, Keystone pipeline. Thing. They just they were like fuck this this is not worth it anymore and they just like abandoned it. Wait, so like that's that project is it's com- done, it's completely over. done. Yeah, because I guess. Wait, wait, did you actually read anything about it? Yeah, or did yeah, you just yeah. see that headline? No, 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 no. I read some stuff about it. Um, okay, explain it to me. I'm just like, yeah, the the developers are kind of like, like there because there's all this litigation that's going on with it. They just don't see the the like they don't think it's worth it because they're they're literally like investors and stuff they're 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 finding it hard they're trying it's hard to justify the money when the outlook of future oil kind of looks iffy you know and once you put in something like this it's meant to be there for a long time you're not you know there's a lot of money that goes up front but you want to be able to make a lot of money for a long time off of it it just doesn't it's starting to not look like well yeah i mean it's not yeah it's it's so sad how we live in this country where the reason why they're finally canceling the Keystone Pipeline isn't because of, you know, the ecological toll or like the, you know, like the human toll or like the cultural toll. No, it's just the fact they're not going to make like money a hundred years from now. So right. they don't want to do it. No, that's exactly it. Um, my thing is like there's a whole bunch of shit laying around. What happens to that shit? You know, they're not going to fucking clean that shit up. They're just going to let it sit there and it's just going to be a bit ba- like. Well, like you know, all the scrap and stuff? Yeah, I mean, there's, like, all these tubes. There's all this, like, you know... A lot of times, like, developers, are like, in quarries and stuff... That's why there's, like, a bunch of cranes at the bottom of quarries. Because they they use the shit to get the... Like, to dig it up. And then when they're done, they're just like, fuck it. And then, like, because it's all at the bottom. Well, yeah, it's cheaper to leave it there than it is to get it out. Exactly. So they just, like, fucking leave that shit there. And that's what's probably going to happen with this. You got all this... You got fucking miles and miles of all this, like... I would imagine that people are going to try to repurpose it or recycle it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if people are breaking into construction sites to steal copper, like, I'm sure you can get a decent amount of money for, you know, some of the components for a pipeline. Yeah. But these things are huge. I mean, you'd have to, uh, I don't know. Maybe you can make a, you could probably make, like, you know how, like, people make houses out of, like, the uh, shipping, shipping containers? containers? You could totally make, like, a cool fucking house out of these fucking tubes. Because I think they're, I think they're taller than like the opening. I think it's taller than a human. 
I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm sure that given the chance, like some creative individuals will find some cool stuff to do with it. I hope so. I just I hate the thought of like all this shit just laying around and then just abandoning it and like all these holes are dug up and shit. It's just like, oh fuck it, whatever. I mean, I yeah, that sucks. But at least there's no pipeline. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I'll take the skeleton. I wonder if there's remains. a big party because like, you know there's been protests this whole time. We just don't. You know, it goes it cycles in and out of the fucking news. So I wonder if there's like a huge party going on right now that we're missing out on. No, no. After well, that I'll keep an eye out once we get done when I'm uploading these episodes and see yeah. if anything's going on. That can, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. It, that that would be like an interesting like relic of this whole saga, almost right. It's like the skeleton of the pipeline as mm-hmm. like a reminder of like this failed venture. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I feel like you could definitely utilize that and be like. You know, this is what happens when you guys, you know, try and be like greedy beyond like anything that makes fucking sense. Like, yeah, it really. I mean, the the world is changing dr- dramatically, and like, it's it's it kind of remi- it's kind of interesting to see, like, because there are like, f- I think what I, I f- is it Exxon Mobil that that finally put like they have a board of twelve, and two out of that twelve are now like like green energy people, and it was like a big deal for like a. a for like a couple days in the news uh so i mean it's two out of fucking 12 but still it's a start of like because you know these these oil companies are going to have to transition whether like like they like it or not uh and or else they're gonna be left behind by other companies i mean yeah we say this a lot on the show oh yeah we yeah but it just it doesn't make any sense why these fucking energy companies aren't like just taking that hard turn and going full green like yeah. immediately because like we know how much they love to monopolize anything they can get their hands on we know yeah. how much they love to corner markets and just like put a stranglehold on resources so like imagine like if you were the fucking oil company that was like fuck it we are going to just buy all this land and make the world's largest solar field and then supply you know, all of these cities with like this clean energy and write these really crazy contracts. Like I'm surprised that like, like the exploitation from green energy hasn't already like been a thing. Right. right. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Why are they fighting? I just don't understand why they're fighting it. Someone also put into perspective, like the whole electric car and also self-driving car thing. Like it's going to happen so much faster than we think, because look what happens. Like the, the, the most people, not me, but most people buy a new car once every or every like five years. So if you're trading in your I car like for something you get new, a new vehicle every like five years. Or yeah, so but though. it's it's because that like I chose such a shitty car that it gets it fucks up and I have to get another one. But it's never been new. I'm talking about there's people out there that like lease or buy if a car. If your car is under like ten years old, I consider that thing new. Yeah, no, we do. But I'm saying there's a lot of people that are like wealthy enough that they just like buy a car or lease a car and then they like exchange it every three to five years. Um, And if you're doing that and all these electric car companies are coming out with like these new things, eventually you're going to give in and be like, I'm going to, okay, I'm going to go electric or I'm going to go electric plus self-driving. And once you get to a point where most people have self-driving cars or electric cars, you're going to have a now you're going to have like a lane that's just for them that's going to start happening and then um next thing you know people are going to be wa- wanting to be a part of that and they're going to start it's it's just going to happen faster than we think 
within like the next 10 years, everyone's going like th- that's all I'm saying. It's I like, really am not looking have forward to... to like the self-driving car shit that might happen. I'm not fully convinced that it is going to like be this like huge, like universally accepted thing, even like within our country or you know what I mean? Like, or like more like progressive states or like cities. I think it'll definitely be a thing and I think it's going to happen. But here's the thing. They, the thing is, is that these motherfuckers obey the speed limit to like the T. So it's going to be slow. You're going to be in it being like, God damn, go fucking faster. <laughs> you yeah, know, I'm, the frustrating thing about like the prospect of like this, like huge, like amount of self-driving cars is like, why don't you guys just do mass transit? I mean, I guess like if they're green or like zero, you know, zero carbon or like whatever, like emission neutral, like it's not that big of a deal, but at the same time, it's like still traffic and it's still congestion and you're still going to have like normal people driving, but like just fucking do like mass public transit and like, there's no, I don't know. There's like, Robbie, there's this no is, this is where, yeah, but this is where you get unrealistic. I mean, people want things, right? You want that thing. People in this country, in capitalism, in this country's capitalist system, they want something. They want the thing, you know? So we can be I, I like idealistic or have really, theory. We can do, do a conversation really on theory. Want, I'm not even talking about theory. I'm just saying, do people really want a self driving car? I'm, here's the thing the self driving isn't, like here what how it starts off is like you ha- you just get a car and it's got a self-driving option and then they pop up with like two or three self-driving lanes that only those cars can go in that's how it happens slowly right so you have a car you can drive it yourself or you can be a part of this group that gets to go faster through traffic because they have this new lane just for self-driving so you have to hit that you know what i mean like that's how it happens i'm not kidding yeah I, I i understand how it happens in air quotes i'm just not really convinced that like that's going to be something that really catches on and like changes things yeah well uh and it's not even me being like i don't trust them fucking robots no i know but it's like i just can't i I just can't really see that like being a super, super, super popular thing. Like I can see like, you know, electric cars. Nobody saw Amazon going to be the big next big thing. That's a completely different thing. But sure. But I'm just saying. Selling books online? What? What? No, you do that at the library, dude. You steal those from the (laughs) library. But no, it's just like the the self-driving car thing. Just like, I don't know. I feel like that. That's people wanting sci-fi to happen, but like the lamest version of like a sci-fi thing. I I think you're totally wrong on this. I think it's going to I think it's going to happen. It's going to happen fast. The hard part is going to be like the regulation side of it, getting getting like allowing and it's going to have have to happen locally. So it has, it's going to happen slowly, you know. Biden's already trying to get like the whole charging stations like But that's not everywhere. self but that's not self-driving cars though. Like I do think that like the the eco-friendly cars are going to be a huge thing. But in here the next couple that's years. what I'm that's what I'm trying to get at is like I don't self-driving think, I don't is gonna start out with just being a thing that these cars have as an option. Yeah, you said that like seven I know. times, but I'm I, just I trying to get it through your goddamn head. It's getting there's nothing to get through my head because like I don't think that the progression of right, an eco-friendly down. car is going to then be the next step is that it drives itself. Right. Like okay. I think that we will one hundred percent get to like a majority of vehicles on the road being some semblance of like eco-friendly. 
even if they're not like, you know, carbon neutral or whatever the term mm-hmm. would be. But I don't think that then like the next step will be like, all right, everybody, we're going self-driving. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that that's going to be as like universally accepted as the eco-friendly car stuff will be. I think that it's like a I, side quest. It's not like the linear progression of the, I think the only, green car. I think the two reasons are one, because it's going to be hard to convince people that it's actually safer because you have to get to a point where it's a majority of people on the roads are self-driving for to for you to even see that kind of thing where it's like zero deaths. And that's not going to... Um, and then the other thing is like, yeah, it's going to go... It's going to go as fast as the speed limit is. And people are going to be like, God damn it, I want to go faster. You know? But, you know, not to be too, like, conspiracy theory, whatever about it, but, like, if there's people right now who are convinced that the fucking vaccine shot's putting, like, nanobots into your bloodstream that, like, is fueling 5G cell phone service stuff, like, there's going to be so much pushback from all these, like, anti-authoritarian whatevers about, like... What do they think is going to happen? That the car is going to self-drive itself into a volcano? <laughs> but no, but... Exactly. But no, but it's like, you know, like, the government's going to control it. The corporations, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's going to be this whole, like... There's going to be so much pushback for, like, you're not even in control of your vehicle anymore type of stuff. Or, like, you're letting them. You don't know who it is. You don't have a... You know, whatever. It's I, like, I, dude, you look like you're talking about Wally, but you look like the dude from Wally, you know? I don't know that reference. I've never you don't seen know, Wally. Oh, well, you should, actually. It's basically a bunch of huge dude people in like this. Oh, they, dude people? Dude people, yeah. Just huge people like stuck in a chair. They don't do anything and they everything's done for them type of thing, you know? Sounds pretty chill. Yeah. Mm hmm. And then, yeah. Anyway, you should watch it. It's good. Anyway, uh, anyway. That, and this episode is brought to you by Wally. Well, it would be Disney, but oh, it'd be Disney's Pixar. Cool, 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 cool. I'm just saying, that's what it would yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I um, I I I am legitimately like disappointed in the energy companies for not like robber baroning green energy. Yeah, and it's it, so it, easy. But it, it just it, it just makes sense that like. You would do that or like it and I like I understand, I guess, the sentiment of like we're going to bleed the planet dry of every last drop of oil and then make a mad dash for like renewable energy. But like I and that's what it is, because like as long as there's oil still left in the ground. Yeah, they'll uh, exploit it. But like it just blows my mind that like these people are supposed to be like captains of industry and like these like amazing marketing geniuses and everyone wants to be like mad men. You know what I mean? Like. Everyone wants to be these, like, I'm amazing at business. I'm, like, going to get all the money. But, like, none of these people are investing their huge amounts of cash into being at the forefront of green energy, knowing very well that they could corner the market. And obviously, like, I don't want a company to corner a market. But, like, if you're going to corner the market by making, like, green energy accessible to everybody and like kind of save the planet like you can i'll give you a year you know what i mean do you think maybe they they are secretly but like as they're as they're getting the last drops of oil they can they are also doing that but they're waiting to do the mad dash thing where like they probably have because they probably have like a lot of green like i know like exxon mobile does a lot of stuff about like like natural gas and those kind of that kind of stuff um, so I, I'm sure they have a bunch of small projects on the, on the renewable energy side of things. 
uh, but first they have they to very well suck may. it all out of the fucking ground. Yeah, first. and they may, and they, I mean, I'm sure they have like exit plans. They and, have to you have know, and plan. plan B's and stuff. But like on the scale that I'm imagining, like we would know. You know what I mean? Like you would, you mm-hmm. would hear through like some sort of like even like a local news thing if it's like, hey, this oil company just bought up like twelve thousand acres and they're turning it into a wind farm. Like you would hear about that kind of stuff. You, you know would, what I mean? yeah. I feel like you would. And the fact that that's not happening is like, unless like all the companies that do this, like all the small companies they that are, own the papers, they yeah. own and they're making it secret. Yeah, but maybe. I don't think that they would make it secret. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like that if if someone was doing this, they would want to scream about it because it's popular and hot right now, and their stocks would go up. Mm-hmm. Like if some company was like, we just bought all this land. We're doing all this like investment into renewable energy and green energy. We're going, you know, full solar, full whatever. We're going to be generating enough power to power New York City. We want to get an exclusive contract with the city of Chicago. Like, if a company did that, they would be like one of the most valuable companies in America overnight. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that that isn't happening, like, kind of shows that a lot of these capitalists are fucking stupid and yeah. not really about that money. Unless you want to go down the route of like they're all on the same page and like, you know, like the Illuminati group that they're all in are controlling the release of like the next wave of like green energy stuff because they do need to, you know, suck that milkshake dry. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I drink your milkshake. I'm a milkshake, man. (laughs) Um, So while we're on like that. okay, so last week there was like the whole talk about like how the the company that got hacked the oil company that got hacked ended up paying their ransom i forget how much it was i think it was like you know five million dollars or something crazy um so what do we think about paying ransoms like private companies paying ransoms but like what do we i mean like obviously the i feel like the government's thing is kind of like i wish you wouldn't do that because I it kind of gives us negotiate f- with terrorists well, Isn't that what they yeah. say in every fucking yeah. movie well because it makes it, it gives and them then they bring in chris pratt and yeah well it gives it gives them uh the incentive to do it to do it more and more and more so they i'm i, ma- I imagine the government doesn't want that to happen i mean so. i guess it but I, the, yeah. it, it depends on what's being held for ransom honestly you know what i mean in terms, you know, and obviously I'm never going to be in a situation where I'm like in control of like the pay them or don't pay them decision for a country or a company or whatever. But like, I would imagine like if you're holding a bunch of shit up for ransom or you're, you know, blackmailing or you're, you know, I'm going to shut down the power grid unless you give me $20 million every month in Bitcoin, like. I feel like unless it's like a really big deal, like you could probably just tell them to fuck off. But like, I don't know. I feel like it, you have to pay, right? Like you just you, you just like you. I have imagine to pay. you don't have to pay. Eventually, you can like get your shit back on while there's while there's hacking. They've hacked in, right? So you just get you find some you pay some other hacker to like overhack them. I don't know. No. That's the way I imagine it in movies. I don't think that's how it is. I think it's a lot of like. <laughs> The hackers will come in and be like, yo, we're, we're in and we're going to shut this shit down unless you fucking pay. And they'll be like, fine, just take the money and fuck off. And right. then you just build up your defenses and hope they can't get back in. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? But also, it's like, I feel like at the same time, it could be a thing where, like... If, but now it's going to happen all the time unless, like, some sort of regulations put in place where, like, they don't allow what, you to do what that. what regulation would be put I in place? I don't know. That would, but that no doesn't idea. make any... There's nothing that you can regulate that's going to, like, make it stop. It's not like if the United States is like, you can't pay, you know, the money that these hackers want to extort you for. That, like, the hackers will be like, well, we got to stop now, guys. Like, they're still going to fucking do shit just to fuck shit up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And also, again, it's I like... I just don't know. The, if, I don't know the answer. It's hard. Yeah. Well, I don't even... I don't even... I don't know. But it's like, if they're just hacking in to get your personal information, like, these companies don't care about our personal information, so they're not going to pay. But if they hack in and they're like, we're going to take all the money, like, we got into the actual computer and we're going to, like, redistribute all your assets. We're going to take all the money. We're going to, like, you know, self-destruct all the whatevers. Mm-hmm. That's when they're going to fucking pay whatever, you know. Yeah, we hacked into your emails and we found all your, you know, your boss's child porn. Mm-hmm. That's when they're going to fucking pay. But when they're like, "Hey, we're going to, you know, distribute like your twelve million clients' like social security numbers like all throughout the dark web," that happens all the time. They don't care about us. Yeah, you know. No, you're right. It's going to be up to the company's discretion as to when to pay, and it's only going to pay when it matters to them, mm-hmm. and that's when it affects their money or their you know yeah their livelihood yeah i guess i just don't like it, these hackers why can't they just go in hack get the money they want and then leave you know because they're not hacking banks oh, i guess they need what? uh yeah i guess yeah they need leverage they need, yeah and it's in bitcoin so mm, okay yeah but i don't know i the the whole like discourse over like ransomware attacks and like hacking like in 2021 like on this international scale is very funny to like try to listen to on the radio because you very quickly realize like how fucking stupid all these old people are and how they just don't understand how like computers work and how like ransomware yeah. attacks work you know? I can't log in so uh I guess, I guess I'm gonna have to give up the money. <laughs> but it's it's but it's literally like these these old ass like dumb boomers are trying to like legislate protocol for like these you know cyber attacks when they don't even understand what like a cyber attack is or like what these people are trying to accomplish or what they're even you know doing or stealing or whatever. It was like when Trump was trying to talk about like you know cyber. Our cyber is crazy. Like all mm-hmm. that kind of shit, and it's just like, dude, you like it, this is embarrassing to listen to. It re- it really is. Like, I mean, yeah, when they had Mark Zuckerberg come up and talk about shit, like it was embarrassing, and yeah, and like what they really do need is like a professional like committee that's like that just you know just, bring back just, all the original four chan mods. This just there. WT snacks and moot, and have them be in charge of our country's security. Well, not even that. Just like a committee that these people can go to to like get like real shit to talk about from. Like have them write up speeches when it comes to fucking just just for the. I'm not saying as like an official thing. I just mean like to make you sound like smarter than than you than you do about this shit. But you're not smart. But honestly, like you're not smart. And if you know not about cyber stuff but okay but it's like if but if i was like if i was like a hacker dude hell yeah i would like fuck with like a local 
company or like a local government because chances are these people are fucking idiots and I don't even have to really do like I could lie and say I'm doing something way cooler than what I am and then like you know what I mean like you think I got the fucking nuclear codes and really I just like hacked into your fucking eye calendar Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't know the fucking difference because you're just some fucking idiot that runs some stupid fucking company but now I got you know ten thousand dollars from you yeah see ya like why the fuck would you like honestly why would you not right and it is funny because like if you if you look back in history kind of at like when bank robbing was a huge thing like in like you know interstate bank robbing was like a huge thing like bonnie and clyde times and shit Mm -hmm. like was that like post-depression or like during the depression type of shit and it's like yeah when people are desperate they're gonna do whatever the fuck they want to get money and people you know will use you know ingenuity to find holes in the system where they can easily extract cash and back then it was banks that had massive amounts of like pretty much untraceable cash everywhere like you know assets capital now it's just everyone's like doesn't have their fucking wi-fi password protected so you can just hack into their Mm, quickbooks yeah and it's like you would be so surprised like how easy well i guess you wouldn't be if you're younger but like it's it's shocking how easy it really is like how quickly if you i know are somewhat literate with like coding you can you know you can fuck shit up pretty quickly because a lot of people just don't think about it or like don't know what they're doing right everyone's forced to be online in some capacity everyone's forced to have all these accounts and it's a lot of the it can never happen to me type of shit yeah and then i love how they like they're like their thing is like you gotta make all your passwords different (laughs) motherfucker i i have so much trouble just remembering the one (laughs) that i use for everything and anytime anyone does that it's the same thing and then different combinations of like capital letters or like one two three four behind it. yeah you know what i mean and yeah i got a i got a notification from google recently being like uh yeah your email has been found on like it's been breached so like you should change all your passwords for these accounts and it's like every it's literally like 70 accounts i'm like i guess i'm fucked i guess <laughs> i'm you're not gonna- i am not going through all that shit to, you know i'm not going through 70 things to change the password it's just not fucking happening. you now have my neopets account mm-hmm. congratulations but, hacker yeah china has it china took over my fucking club penguin mm-hmm. you know i don't know God but damn yeah i if if i could do it i would be hacking shit left and right yeah you know and it i don't know why it's surprising to people that it should be like very troublesome for like very large corporations and like you know countries and cities i mean again we live in baltimore baltimore gets hacked all the fucking time yeah <laughs> like it's the wild west on the internet like mm-hmm. for that kind of stuff i mean that that well will dry up very soon you know because people are getting so sloppy and just like brazen with their like attempts to hack everything that like, you know, someone will swoop in who is somewhat literate and be like, yeah, I'll protect you from like, you know, an eighth grader who just like Googled how to hack. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause that's like how easy it is from my understanding to do a lot of the shit that people are doing out there now is just like, yeah, anybody could do this. Like if you study computer shit for like right. fucking 25 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. But I mean, yeah, to answer your question, you should pay. You should pay these hackers because hackers are cool and cool people deserve money mm-hmm. and lame people don't. So if- that's a very generalized way to look mm-hmm. at it. 
Hackers are cool. Hackers are cool. Just pay them. Companies are not cool. You, just pretend they're the, like the squeegee boys, you know? Yeah. Dude, they're making a lot of money right now cleaning all the fucking cicada guts oh, off of cars. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I, since the cicadas that. have been out, like, I've... They're, they're making a lot of money. Yeah. You know, because normally people would just, like, wave them off, but everybody's getting the fucking scrub-a-dub-dub Hell now. Oh, yeah. They're just covered in buggy fuck juice. Yeah. So, um, what do you think about the idea? Because this is like kind of a new thing, a new idea. I don't know how they would do it. So, I kind of want to talk to you about it. The idea of a 15% global tax rate. Whereas, like, so no matter where you go, so I guess obviously it's trying to get rid of tax havens so that, you know, places don't lose money from their GDP or whatever. But the idea of a 15% global tax rate for corporations. So explain further what that means. So it just means like it. It means well. First off, do you want to read it from something? Or you're going to try and do it off your dome. I could do it off my dome because yeah, I mean because they don't know. Like this is just an idea that the Biden administration has like talked to other leaders about because it's never been done before. Because you're you're talking about everywhere in the world, so it's like kind of a UN type of thing. You know, nobody's I, done. I remember that before. when this idea was first floated. And all these like random people thought that it meant that like everything was going to be taxed fifteen percent, and they're like, oh, "Milk's going to get taxed fifteen percent. Oh, butter's going to get taxed." You know what I mean? Like people thought that like fucking sales tax was going to be fifteen, and like income, those people are like, stupid. Well, that's just people who see the word taxes and they go into fucking crisis mode. Yeah, it's like when you have to like when you know when your old uncle or whatever. All they hear is like the GOP talking about, oh, you know, they're going to raise, they're going to raise taxes. And yeah, that means your taxes when not, really like for someone like Biden's talking about like people making over $400,000 a year, but that doesn't get brought up, you know? So, but yeah, the idea is just like, it's just an I like to make it so like places like Ireland who has like what, like super low tax rate is not as favorable because everywhere now has a, a at least a global tax rate or a, a tax rate of 15% for a corporation. So now they have no incentive to go to Ireland or Panama to escape your country's taxes. And, I, and yeah, again, they don't know how they're going to fucking do it, but it's just an idea floated around to try and figure out how to do it because yeah, really, I mean, it's, it's nice in theory, I think, but I mean, how are you going to implement that? How are you going to enforce it? You know, it's just kind of, it, it seems like a fucking mess to me, but it would be cool if they could find a way to do that. Yeah. So I'm going to read real quick from the New York Times. Um, published, yeah, today, today's the ninth, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The top economic officials from the world's advanced economies reached a breakthrough on Saturday in their years-long effort to overhaul international tax laws, unveiling a broad agreement that aims to stop large multinational companies from seeking out tax havens and force them to pay more of their income to governments. Finance leaders from the group of seven countries agreed to back a new global minimum tax rate of at least 15%, and companies would have to pay regardless of where they locate their headquarters. The agreement would also impose an additional tax on some of the largest multinational companies, 
potentially forcing technology giants like Amazon, Facebook, and Google, as well as other big global businesses to pay taxes to countries based on where their goods or services are sold, regardless of whether they have a physical presence in that nation. Damn. That would be cool. Yeah. Officials described the pact as a historic agreement that could reshape global commerce and solidify public finances that have been eroded after more than a year of combating the coronavirus pandemic. The deal comes after several years of fraught negotiations and, if enacted, would reverse a race to the bottom on international tax rates. It would also put to rest a fight between the United States and Europe over how to tax big technology companies. How fuck yeah, dude. That's actually fucking awesome. I would love it so much if, like, you know, Google just started getting the shit taxed out of them. Like, yeah. Get them. Get them, dude. Get them. Like, get these motherfuckers. You, you saw that, that, like, tax report or what that report that came out over the last couple of days that was, like, talking about how all these, like, huge companies, like, they pay a are, dollar out of every hundred dollars mm-hmm. or something crazy like that. Yeah. Yeah, and, and we, that should make people very angry. Yeah. It should make everybody, regardless of like how you lean politically and like mainstream, like normie politics. And to be fair, I think they- Angry. I, th- I think it does, for the most part. Like, the, like, maybe less so like business savvy Republicans, like, like someone like Mitt Romney, but like, I feel like a lot of Trumpers and uh, Bernie Sanders type people, like, that's what they agree on is like, get these motherfuckers you know yeah, there's no reason why your company like uh, you know and i feel like anybody with half a brain kind of realizes now it's like you don't become super rich as an individual or as a company or a corporate entity or whatever through you know like being a good guy <laughs> yeah no exactly like you you don't do this through like ethical means yeah. like you become the biggest oil company in the world by cutting corners and by you know like treating your workers unfairly and by finding like legal loopholes to make it so that you can pay the least amount of money as possible and you hoard your wealth and then that wealth just starts to you know grow exponentially because money makes more money yeah you know and so like when it you sit in at, stocks or interest accounts and just like they just watch it grow yeah at a certain point you just like Which don't is do multi- anything just, it just sits and multiplies yeah and so when you look at you know google facebook apple all these fucking huge fucking amazon all these huge fucking companies and obviously we all know like the reason why mcdonald's is so big is because you know they cut corners and they you know have all these tax breaks and they whatever but like yeah, there's no reason why that should exist, and especially like during the you know the year that we've we've had, and probably the next two or three years that we're going to continue to have. Mm-hmm. I think more people are waking up, like regardless of their personal politics, to like the fact that like this shouldn't exist. Yeah. There's no reason for this to exist. Like you know, allowing Walmart to not pay taxes doesn't create jobs for people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like having Amazon get these fucking bailouts by like, you know, the government doesn't create more jobs. It makes it so that motherfucker can go to space in a cowboy hat. Yeah. You know, exactly. and, and and we're seeing all this stuff more and more and I'm seeing more people like, you know, who identify as a Democrat or who identify as like a classical Republican or even like fucking MAGA people like you were saying like you start to see more and more of these people be like, "Hey, this isn't right." Hey, this even if they're not being like dramatic 
Right. They're just like, hey, this is fucked up. Like, hey, this is mm-hmm. fucking stupid. Like, this shouldn't happen. Yeah. The only problem is, like, MAGA people will blame it on Democrats, and Democrats will blame it on the MAGA types. And, like, that's where, like, and that's where that... You, that- you're going to have those fucking idiots at each other's throats the whole time. But as long as, like, the sentiment... I'm just going to be happy once, like, the collective unconscious, like, migrates to the point of, like, these large companies shouldn't exist. But they've or been trying at to least use they that. They shouldn't be that large. They've been using that discourse for centuries. So we need a. They, there needs to be a way to like. But it hasn't be like, been Yo. part of popular nomenclature at all. Yeah. That that has not been like part of like the actual like on the ground like not even political just like general discourse in this country ever because it's always been big companies are cool because it's cool to be fucking rich. Yeah. And now like. The you know the general populace the hoi polloi are starting to sort of come around to like wait a minute those rich people shouldn't exist because the reason they're rich is because they're fucking over everybody yeah you know progressives and conservatives alike are all on the same page where it's like yo fuck that dude I mean they're gonna say fuck that dude for other reasons and but like, and, and they fucked us so hard that now because it used to be like I want to be rich like them but now it's like I just want to like have a little bit to have. A little bit. And now I'm, why can't I do that? Because they, you know, you know, our parents, they used to buy fucking houses for like $67,000, you know? And like, dude, my grandmother bought her house back in the day for like seven grand. Right. But now like all these people are struggling to, there's a huge bubble growing. Like, I mean, rent's just ridiculous. And for the amount that people, like most people are getting paid, like it's just, it's getting to the point where like something's gonna break and people are starting to look around. Yeah, like, it's Who's gonna be rich horse? people's necks underneath yeah. my fucking boot. Yeah, but like my hand-me-down boots because I can't even. Yeah, on you know parody, but like you know, it, and that is true. Like people are fucking angry and they're fed up, you know. And I think that a lot of people thought that like the acceleration would be a lot quicker during the pandemic, like. And not even to get like a whole boogaloo boy type of thing, but like once things started to go downhill, a lot of people who are very smart with like economics and like geopolitics, like they really thought that like it's only a matter of time before we get another French revolution on our hands or something because it's so obvious that we're being exploited and it's so obvious that there's all this like inequality and people want someone to blame and blah, blah, blah. And people were kind of like expecting this like very like reactionary, like very dramatic. You know what I mean? Like this like fucking epic movie-esque like summer. But what we're seeing, and I'm kind of happy about it, is it's been this slow building resentment Mm -hmm. and this very, very gradual understanding that everyone's starting to come to where it's like there's no reason for there to be billionaires when like there are people who are being evicted because they can't pay their rent because they can't yeah. find a job and i don't i don't know where they thought they could like i don't understand why they think that that this was a good idea to get to this point or even go for, further you have to give us some of this shit man you have like well, you man have to being me, you have to give me week. okay it's week time all right well i'm just saying like they they have to start giving up some or else they're going to end themselves you know like the they whole... don't gotta give up shit because they gotta just get ready for people to come take it soon yeah. The time of them like, giving up anything, I think. But I'm saying that it's it's not in their interest anymore because eventually it will get to that point. So it's, why think, would you do that? 
I think that we're the closest we've ever been in a very, very long time. You know, aside from like during a lot of like the civil rights stuff or like during the heyday of like a lot of like militant like American Union, you know, action. The we're turn the, of the 20th century. Sure, but like we are closer than I think we ever have to like a legitimate like sea change when it comes to like how we really react with the haves versus the have-nots or how we as the have-nots perceive the haves. Right. Right. Yeah, because it's not Reagan years anymore. You no, know? it's not like and as much as the media tries to like pump us full of like reality TV shows or like, you know, set up this narrative of like the millionaire philanthropist who's going to save the world single-handedly like people know that it's bullshit now and a lot of people have known for a long time but now like the normies are starting to sort of understand you know like even if it's like from an apolitical you know standpoint like this is fucked these people should not exist they're hoarding wealth like this is not how things not even should be but like it's not sustainable I'm getting angry and I'm running out of options yeah and people are starting to get back you're seeing it people are starting to get back into a corner like pretty soon like a lot of the like moratorium on evictions and stuff are going to be up oh yeah that's that's coming up quickly and what the fuck do you think is going to happen when a bunch of people get kicked out of their houses oh yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be mayhem and not to do like not to be like an alarmist about it but like what the fuck do you think is going to happen when we get to that point because we're going to get to that point yeah, and I'm surprised like the administration hasn't figured that out. They they got to know that that's like it's around the corner. Yeah. And it's, it's going to be complete What and, is that? July, right? It's going to be yeah, it's going to be complete, I think. It's going to be complete July, mayhem. And like what do you honestly think is going to happen? Yeah. When we hit that bubble because it's going to pop and it's just going to rain blood everywhere. Right. And not only that, I mean, it might happen even earlier because all these fucking states are, like, getting rid of the fucking benefits early and shit. That shit, and we talked about that a little bit, what, last week or something, but, like... Well, we did, and I, I want to bring this up, too, because, like, I thought, like, there's, an, uh, there's a whole, like, the progressive view of it, the more progressive view of it would be, like, look, why are you, why are you going this cruel way? Why can't you just, um, why can't you just like have people go back to when they get a job not end their benefits like not make it so like as soon as you get a job as soon as the first dollar comes in the benefits go away no just have like people having the these benefits coming in as soon as they find a job have it continue until september that would just be like because that'll be a nice gradual way to get back into things you know what i mean uh but of course no because they don't that, that would be too good you know wouldn't be cruel enough you know but that's kind of the way i think it should happen you know just keep the benefits until september even if you get a job because then it doesn't then people aren't scared to go out and get a job because then they're going to be like oh i'm going to go back to get a job and then these benefits that i'm getting that you know possibly make more well they will go away and also just fucking help people that's also a thing too just like have help helping people be the way to go but no of course not what is it um what 
$25 billion would solve all the hunger issues either in this country or on the planet. I think it's just in this country. But $25 billion is how much it would cost to like make sure everybody here is fed. Yeah. And our military budget is $900 billion. Mm-hmm. So the money is there. Oh, yeah. They I mean, just $25 billion, that's like three helicopters. But it's like they don't want to. Obviously, it's and, more, you know, but... And that's going to be like the biggest kickback you're going to hear from most people who you know, don't want like who are, you know, obviously who aren't proponents of socialism, but also people who like, you know, don't want these benefits to extend and don't want whatever, like, where's the money going to come from? Where's the money going to come? It's from? literally the whole, I'm better than some of these people thing, right? Like you, you have the money there, but like the re the whole reason you don't want to do something like that is because you have to have a system where like, People are lower. Than well, pe- yeah, you need to have people. your status symbol, so you need to be better than other people. Uh, that is one part of it, but I think a bigger part is just like a general lack of education and a general lack of understanding how fucking economics and how geopolitics work, and how like you know like uh, I guess it would still be I guess it would be macroeconomics if you're talking about like on like like a national scale, but like you know the money exists, but we use that money to pay public or excuse me private corporations to you know, fund uh, the American military with cool new toys. Yeah. And so all the money stays within the same fucking people. Our taxes go to, you know, the people who own these companies and they're all like in bed with the lobbyists who are all politicians. So like this group has convinced the American people that we should just be giving them all their money. And it's like this very righteous cause and it's the right thing to do. You know, so that's why anytime you talk about like the benefits should stay. The retort is, where's the money going to come from? Mm-hmm. I'm going to get taxed more. You're not going to get taxed more. Well, you shouldn't be taxed more. Let's take a little bit of the huge amount of money that we give to Israel. Keep it here. Let's take some of the money from our fucking military spending and keep it here. Also, Space this, Force. Right. Let's keep it here. Also, this plan has already been, the, the funds have already been allocated to it. So what's the point of giving it back? Where do you think that's going to go? Back into the treasury? Like, just, like, what's the what's the point? Like, this thing is supposed to go to help people. Let it just help people. Like, I just don't fucking get it. Like, do you think your taxes are going to get lower because you are returning the money? No, that's not what fucking happens. It's already been allocated, dude. Just let it fucking run its fucking course. You know? I don't get it. I just don't get it. Why do you got to be so cruel to people? Also, Larry Hogan, he wants to, like, run for president in the future, but yet... You're doing something that's so violently unpopular in your state. What the fuck, dude? You're fucking just... What a fucking idiot. Uh, Sorry. Also, when they were naming states that were doing this type of thing, they didn't mention Maryland. Motherfucker paid someone not to mention it. But it's weird that they didn't mention it. Anyway. I mean, people don't give a fuck about maryland i know it's very funny when i was on the west coast and say i was from maryland and people like did not even know where maryland was and it's like it's the one near dc they're like oh like, oh okay so it's like near new york sure people think dc is the capital of maryland i don't you know yep it is they just they just announced that yesterday <laughs> you know whatever yeah cool man i gotta pee you cannot pee. Just do the next thing. My next thing. Okay. Um, should we talk about... 
So there's, okay, so 178 healthcare workers suspended or suspended from like a Houston hospital uh, for refusing- Running a fight club. No, for refusing the COVID-19 vaccination. So that that hospital has a vaccination, man, like ma- mandatory vaccination to work there. Mm-hmm. 178 healthcare workers were suspended. That's fucking crazy, dude. So the 178 nurses or whatever the fuck decided they weren't going to get the vaccine. That's what's crazy to me. I Damn. mean, that makes... Does it, though? It's Houston. Houston is such a, like, a, you know, diverse and liberal city in a fucking shitty-ass state, but... I don't know. I mean, I'm not surprised. I That's a lot. That's just so much. I know it's a lot, and I will say this, like, obviously it's anecdotal. Some of the, like, most intense anti-vax people that I know are people who work, like, in hospitals. Oh, I know it. I know it. Yeah. And, and like, I don't really understand why. And obviously, like, you don't have to be, like, a liberal to work in a hospital. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, I don't think it really has anything to do with that. But it's always, like, it's surprising when you first hear about, like, the reluctancy for, like, people in the medical field to, like, do what I think a lot of us think is kind of, like, a common sense medical practice. Mm-hmm. But then, like, there has to be something there, right? I'm not saying that what they're, I don't mean that by, like, what they're saying is valid or what they believe is valid, but it's more so, like, I want to know what it is that all these people have thought is, like, a good enough reason to not get, like, the vaccine even though they work in a hospital. Does that yeah. make sense? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I just I just don't get it. Like, is it just the fact that, like, you know that like the medical industry is a joke, so you don't trust them. Like, is that it? Where it's just like, because I could see that like legitimately being a thing. Where like, you know, like it's like it's like all these guys who like work in the prison system, who work as cops for like you know ten twenty years, and then they come out the other side being like, I fucking hate cops. You know, it's it's like dudes who were in the armed forces for a long time, and then once they get in, they're like, oh, this is a this is a joke. It's super corrupt. I need to get the fuck out of here. Fuck these clowns. So, like, from that perspective, I could understand how, like, people would hate the medical field because they work there. So, they have built up so much resentment that they automatically think that anything that they're, like, recommending or that, like, the mainstream, like, medical whoever are about, they're just automatically knee-jerk going to be against because fuck those dudes because I hate my boss type of vibe. But at the same time... Don't you can't? I don't work. think that that's a yeah. valid reason to be like an no. anti-vaxer, but I understand from like, you know, like a wage slave perspective. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, if you fucking hate your job and everybody at your job is saying that you should do this, like, yeah, sure, I can totally understand why. Like, why you'd be like, nah, fuck that shit. If fucking oh Jerry thinks it's a good idea, fuck Jerry, he's a fucking moron. I can understand it, but they're wrong, and this hospital is awesome for like getting rid of them because like that that's becomes like a fucking dangerous spot if like. You have all these fucking people that are not vaxxed. You know, you're a fucking hospital. Like, get it to fucking gather. Like, I don't give a fuck what you think. Like, you deserve, like, like, don't, you get out of that field then. If, you, if you're going to, like, be unscientific or whatever the fuck, like, get out of that field. You, as a nurse, you should know that vaccines, mo- the majority of them, work and are good. And, like, they don't fucking 
create autism, you know? That should be on the fucking test. It's very confusing to me. That's yeah. all I, that's like yeah. my whole, it really is confusing to me how you can be a nurse or a nurse for even a very long time and be specifically anti-COVID vax. Because mm-hmm. there's always that caveat, where, right? Where it's like, because you know, like, there's always like that like classic like lib retort where it's like, well, how the fuck do you think we got rid of polio? Well, the polio yeah. one's fine, but the COVID one, I don't trust it. Right. You know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. like, I don't just, can you just, oh, just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Or, yeah, exactly. Or, unfortunately, you might not be cut out to be, you know, a nurse in 2021. Yeah. No, for, Sorry. for real. And like, Sorry. And it, that sucks. Like, this is a terrible job market for you to try to switch careers. But, unfortunately, like, this has run its course, probably. Yeah. Like, you, I don't know how, and and I don't know how you could in good conscience like continue to attempt to do that job while being an anti-vaxxer during the pandemic yeah that's a that's a very important medical thing to be for like that that has to be something that you're uh that you're about if you're going to be in the medical field so yeah or at least like you're sympathetic towards or you know something like I don't know. I it okay. It sucks. It sucks that people were fired from their jobs. Suspended, not fired. It sucks that people were taken off of their, you know, were got their hours cut or whatever, were suspended mm-hmm. from their job during a pandemic. It sucks. It would suck for anybody to do that, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't have much sympathy, not because they're anti vaxxers, you know, I'm not gonna, yeah. you know, but just I think you need to read the room a little bit on that one, bud. You know what I mean? And like, if you're going to be in this field and do this stuff, you kind of need to at least pretend to be on board, if not be on board. You know, read the room. And unfortunately, you kind of, you're on the wrong side of this one. So speaking of uh, COVID and stuff, did you see this thing that like, so uh, the Children's Health Defense Group, do you know what that is? Mm-mm. It's a group headed by Robert F. Kennedy Jr., which is Bobby Kennedy's son. Um, and he made and circulated an anti-vaccine documentary that targets black people and encourages their fears about the vaccine. Uh, and it's called Medical Racism, the New Apartheid. And, you know, it goes through and it has a lot of... Uh, Did you watch it? Uh, no, but I heard excerpts from it from the thing I was listening to. And it's just like a lot of like interviewing black people and like getting their thoughts and then kind of like encouraging them to, to keep thinking those thoughts that are like, you know, and I'm sure they had uh, people of all kinds, but they decided to show uh, these these people and their views, which they had concerns about uh, like medical experiments in the past and and linking it to not trusting doctors or Fauci. Uh, and they were basically like, yeah, you shouldn't listen to Fauci. Uh, and also, it also brought up the false claim about, you know, uh, vaccines cause autism. They brought that back, you know, even though that's about different vaccines. Apparently, all vaccines cause, cause autism now. Um, but yeah, it was, a, it was an anti-vax and it was an anti-COVID vaccination documentary. And I just think it's weird that a Kennedy uh, did that, but I don't. You know, I mean, they're part of the old guard, and 
they're going to be tied into some sort of like medical field stuff again where you know what i mean like yeah if you trace that money back like whoever the fuck paid for that documentary whoever is like benefiting most financially from that documentary like they're all going to be in bed with you know the same people who you know the kennedys have been like rubbing elbows with forever yeah i mean but like i mean what the fuck does bobby jr even do i have no idea you know, I have so, no idea. I mean, but yeah. So what? If, oh, apparently he's like really into environmentalism. So that's why I also why I was like, oh, that's so weird. Like, I mean, I don't think that that's that weird. I mean, there's a lot of like, you know, hippy dippy, like yeah. yeah, woke like white You're rich right. people who are like super into crystals and also really big into anti-vax because of like a lot of the you know, isolated incidents involving like the medical profession, like taking advantage of like unwitting Americans. And okay. So like it has been very well documented that, you know, like the American medical establishment has grossly intensely abused minority populations in the name of, uh, you know, science or medical Hold on. research while you do this can i please i'm yes. like exploding yes go pee out of your tiny penis but like i feel weird talking about like you know the crimes that were perpetrated against like specifically like black men like in this country when it comes to like medical experiments um you know because like i don't know it's not my place as like a white dude <laughs> to to really like have like this like you know big to do about it obviously aside from like the fact like it's really fucked up like what happened to them and i definitely understand how you can be like part of a minority population in this country and not trust the government you know but then i i really do think that you know when you get into a lot of like the anti-vax stuff and then they the flavor that they choose to run with is the like like look back in history and see all these times that they like abused like you know your specific minority group like that should show you that they don't have your best interest at heart like it's really gross to me that these people are trying to capitalize on like the historic pain of these groups you know what i mean like it really is gross that they're going to look at the was it the Tuskegee experiments? Was that the, the syphilis one back in the day, you know, or like, yeah. Like, so they'll, they'll look at that instance and be like, Hey, remember this like terrible fucking thing? Well, like, since they did that, like you definitely shouldn't trust them. And and like, I don't know, like keep their fucking names out of your mouth. Like, because you're not coming from a place of like actual compassion and understanding. Like you don't care about these, these people, you have some other motive and it's going to be like, either like you know culture war shit or you know finance stuff like you don't legitimately care about the welfare of poor black people and the fact that you're bringing up like the mistreatment of poor black people historically is fucking gross because you're using these murdered people to further your like shitty shifty political agenda yeah and it's fucking diabolical and it's fucking disgusting yeah and that's what exactly that's what's very clear about this documentary and like i don't under and like it's very disappointing that people go along with it and people do go along with it you know because they've co-opted that narrative like you know so they like yeah it's not that hard to imagine that 
the United States was involved in manufacturing AIDS and perpetuating the AIDS crisis, right? I understand why people would believe that and why people do believe that, right? But then using that as a reason to further uh, like an anti-vaxxing agenda is fucking gross because you don't have any compassion for the people whose lives were negatively affected in the past. You're doing this because you want some fucking cash now or because you want to own the libs or because, you know, you have like a vendetta against whoever, but you're just, you're perpetuating all this suffering and you're ripping open all these scabs and you're just, you're bringing up all this really painful stuff that is only theoretical to you, but is very real to a lot of people. So when like a white dude with dreads and like, who's really into fucking like sunning his butthole talks about how like you can't trust the government as a black man because of the stuff they did to you. Like it's all theoretical to that person. Like they don't actually understand what it means to have that person who was negatively affected, be your uncle, your grandfather, your great grandfather, you, you know what I mean? And the fact they're using it. Yeah. to to push some like hollow shitty agenda, like makes me want to fucking throw up in their face. It's really fucking gross and really disgusting. But also, like, it's so pathetic that anti-vaxxers are still a prominent part of our, like, discourse a year later. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, the fact that they're still... It's a su- community, man. It's a subculture. But they're... Su- exactly. They are a subculture. But it's so sad how they have become a prominent social block. Yeah. After all this time. Like, it's something we have to worry about now every time there there is a breakout of fucking anything, you know? But just, you know, and, like, I wish that we treated them just like spoiled, shitty kids. Where it's like, just don't give them attention. Whatever the fuck the anti-vaxxer community is spewing this week, just take the oxygen away from that fire and just don't cover it. You know, like, the media definitely wants to keep them in the spotlight because they get clicks and they're something that people feel very strongly about. So you'll always have people talking. And when it's a slow news week, you can be like, what's the fucking Q people doing now? What are the anti-vaxxers doing now? You know what I mean? And it's fucking gross because you're giving them power because like, I don't know. I've said it before on here. Like we've gotten to the point now where if you don't have your vaccine for the most part, it's because you don't fucking want one. And I don't care anymore. If you don't want to get the vac, if you haven't gotten your vaccine yet and you really don't want one, I don't care because to the best of my understanding, if other people have theirs, like they're at least safe. Yeah. And so like. At this point, it's all people I don't give a shit about. Like, honestly, I really don't. I'm right there with you. Like as long as the vulnerable populations are as safe as they want to be and everyone who wants to be vaccinated is vaccinated. I don't give a shit about people not being vaccinated and taking their lives into their own hands or whatever, because like it has nothing to do with me. I will have no sympathy for any anti-vaxxer that gets sick and dies. Yeah. I have no fucking sympathy. And if you're an anti-vaxxer and you become like an asymptomatic carrier and then you get your, you know, anti-vaxxer wife or your forcibly non-vaccinated kids sick and they die, I'm going to laugh in your face because you did this to yourself. And, like, I don't care how that sounds. Like, yeah. you did this to yourself, and you are reaping what you have sown. Like, sorry, dog. At the same time, like, I do understand that, like, 
if there's a huge population that aren't vaccinated, they're going to be a greeting brown for the next mutation. And then we're going to have to get revaccinated all over again to fight the new version of COVID that will come. But I think that I have, unfortunately, cynically or whatever, come to terms with the fact that like COVID's never going to be over because there will always be anti-vaxxers. And I just hope that this next strain that develops really fucking knocks out a lot of these anti-vaxxers quickly. Yeah. And then we just don't have to worry about them anymore. Yeah, that'd be you nice. You know, just make an example out of enough of them to prove that, like, the disease is real. And as much as you're worried about being microchipped by billionaire lizard people, shut the fuck up, get your two shots. And then maybe we can like go to concerts again because that's all you guys fucking care about. Yeah. It's so funny because like we, God, we would have been, we would have been opening up so much earlier if everyone just like, we would have been opening up, period. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what's going to happen. Let me look into the future because there's already fucking events that are like slated for the fall. Yeah. Yeah. That's flu season and cold season. Mm -hmm. So the non vaccinated people are going to get fucking sick. And there's going to be some crazy mutations that happen. And then everyone's just going to get sick again. And everything's going to shut down by fucking Christmas. Yeah. No, everything's going to shut down by Thanksgiving. And then they're going to force it open for Christmas so people can go shopping like they did last year. Do you think there would be any anti-vaxxers if the COVID virus had like really bad symptoms? Like like Ebola type symptoms where you're like bleeding from the eyes and nose. Like something like you obviously would be like, I don't want that at all. You know, and it was like a a much high. Like, do you think, do you think anti vaxxers would even be a thing? No. Yeah. No. No way, because it'd be at that point, it'd be like, oh, I'm definitely scared. Well, because of that. that's the that was the whole that was the the first wave of anti vaxxer stuff, right? Was it's just a cold. Mm-hmm. It's just a cold, and if it gets bad, I'll go to the hospital. But a majority of us are just going to have the flu for a couple days, and I can handle the flu. Yeah, but if it's the fucking rage virus, it's like, nope, no, oh, no, give me, ver- give me, poke me, poke me, poke me, exactly. with whatever no, shit No, version got. two or version three where it's like you get sick and then you, you know, you go temporarily blind or you start bleeding out of your fucking gums or, you know, your fingernails fall off. Your private parts explode. But any anything where it's like you're going to have like a serious like aesthetic issue or you won't be able to hide it in public or it's going to be like scary. The scarier the disease is, the more people are going to like rush to get fucking vaccinated. Yeah. You know, and that's, it's going to take a version or a variant with a higher mortality rate to scare these fucking idiots into getting vaccinated. And that's just where we are at. So, you know, unfortunately, if you want to convince anti-vaxxers to get vaccinated, that's going to have to happen through a massive amount of anti-vaxxer deaths yeah from the disease like there's no way to like you're not going to show them a cool youtube video and then you know right because all they all they have to do is pull up the one that they want that one that goes along with what what they think you know it's just a self-fulfilling prophecy on on youtube you know yeah you show me a video that you think is right and i'll be like hmm but there's this one yeah but there's also this one that's made by this guy that like you know he he wrote a book seven years ago about that, catfish that no one fucking read, but it's cool, dude. Um, so before we end everything, um, I guess I'm just gonna do all my stuff on Patreon. 
Um, I do want to talk about your boss for a minute. I'm going to read a Washington Post article for mm-hmm. a moment. The FBI, <laughs> FBI investigating Postmaster General Louis DeJoy in connection with past political fundraising. They're coming after your guy. Mm-hmm. Y'all better fucking circle the wagons around him. The FBI is investigating Postmaster General Louis DeJoy in connection with campaign fundraising activity involving his former business, according to people familiar with the matter and a spokesman for DeJoy. FBI agents in recent weeks interviewed current and former employees of DeJoy and the business, asking questions about political contributions and company activity, these people said. Prosecutors also issued a subpoena to DeJoy himself for information. So do you remember like when a lot of this stuff was like really popping off? Yeah. When like he was first being appointed and shit. Yeah. And it was all that stuff where like he was he was like uh encouraging his like employees or like his friends or whoever to donate to political campaigns and then he would like reimburse them in order to curtail like fundraising regulations in terms of how much he could personally donate and shit. Like, it's it's fucking insane. See, I heard he just gave away free stamps. Oh yeah, that's why. They, yeah, he <laughs> he has some of those. What... He has some of those boxes in his mm-hmm. car, and they're like, we got him. You know, but like, but but seriously, like, I don't know a lot about like campaign finance law, but like, obviously, that's fucking ridiculous. Like, just as like a rich dude doing that, it's fucking gross. And it's like fucked up and you should definitely be punished. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And he'll be punished by being removed. He'll be punished mm-hmm. by God. But like, but, but like, seriously, like, it's fucking insane that this dude did this in general and he wasn't immediately like thrown in jail or fined or whatever the fuck they do to people who do this because you're trying to, you know, curtail democracy. You're trying to circumvent, you know, like the actual fucking democratic process. But furthermore, like the fact that this dude was then given the post of postmaster general and all the shit that he did to try and influence the election and all the shit that he tried to do to like destroy the institution. The so they could be taken over of, by private. Yeah, but like destroying the institution on. of mail in voting and just like oh all yeah the, that too. You know what I mean? And just like all the shit that he did to try and like ensure that. This person who he has been fighting tooth and nail to keep in office and this this party, you know, the GOP, that he has broken so many laws to try and give them more power, like, it's fucking insane that we got this far. Mm-hmm. Now, like, if the shoe was on the other foot and this was China, right, and there was a story about this, like, rich dude who owned fucking, you know... Uh, parcel companies over there and he was being investigated for campaign fraud and for giving money to politicians illegally and then he now became in charge of like the country's like parcel service and he's been implicated in these schemes to affect the election by way of like making sure that votes don't get in this would be justifiable like bullshit for the American, you know, three-letter agency of your choice to come in and fucking, you know, black bag this guy out of the country. This would be the stuff where, like, we would be on fucking CNN and Fox being like, if 
China doesn't remove this guy from his post, we're going to like recommend sanctions. Like they're curtailing democracy. Like this is, you know, a violation of human rights, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, if this was in fucking Iran or if this was in fucking Vietnam or this was like in fucking Peru or anywhere else, it would be the biggest story on the fucking news. It would be another example of how like all these corrupt politicians are doing blah, blah, blah. But the fact that it's in America, no one fucking cares. I don't know. I think you're giving that part too much credit. Like, what do you mean? Just like if you're saying that the same thing, if it were to happen in another country, that we, I'm sure it would be in the news and I'm sure we would use it as a way to like further be like, look, see what's happening, whatever. But I just don't, I don't think it, I don't think it would be something that we we wouldn't meddle in it. If one of Bolsonaro's best friends, was in charge of that country's, you know, postal service and was being investigated for eliminating ways for votes to make it to the ballot box. It would be a huge international story. Or if, you know, the guy who the the left-wing dude who is now going to be the new leader of Peru, if he's if his best friend was in charge of the postal service and was being implicated in all this fraud. Like it would be a reason for the CIA to come in and say it was a rigged election. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if it happened anywhere else, like it would be a huge story. If Boris Johnson's best friend was in charge of the British post and was doing this shit, it would be a huge international scandal. Right. And the fucking UN would get involved because they're, you know, they're affecting whatever the fuck. Like, but the fact that it's America, no one fucking says anything. Because everyone's afraid to say stuff internationally. Mm-hmm. And now we just have to sit here and live in this huge pile of shit that has been created around us. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. mean, I, I'm just trying to articulate that, like, the, the DeJoy stuff is a way bigger deal, in my eyes, than a lot of people, you know, give it credit for. It is a huge deal well, he's, uh, if you actually care about voter rights and you yeah, actually care about democracy. For sure, yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying now. Yeah, it would be. For sure. And in Peru, that person wouldn't just be like, it wouldn't, it would, especially because it would be a left, left-wing left guy, probably get assassinated because we've, you know, the, the U.S. has done that before, sanctioned, you know, assassinations of people like that. Oh, Pedro Castillo. Yeah. Castillo? C-A-S-T-I-L-L-O. Didn't we do a thing on him a while back? Yeah, but he uh, he's pretty much fucking won. He either has officially won or like he's slated to win. Um, but he's he's going to be the new fucking president of Peru. Hell yeah. But, you know, if someone even remotely connected to him was involved even in like one town of tampering with ballot boxes, that would be reason enough for the global right to hyper focus in and say that like this was fraud Mm -hmm. and then a death squad would come and take him away yeah you know what i'm saying yeah 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 now i know what you're saying it's in america and so it's just par for the course it's just a rich guy being whatever it's just a liberal ploy it's you know right it's all that stuff but we're almost at time and i do want to i want to talk about the peru thing not in great detail we'll we'll go into that in, in patreon I just wanted to point out something before we go behind the paywall, before we sneak behind the curtain, the iron curtain, Mm -hmm. my iron curtain. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like, if you look up what's happening in Peru with the election, it's very funny 
because, drum roll please, the left has won and the right is claiming election fraud. That's that's funny that you mentioned that because, you know, you have that and then you have Benjamin Netanyahu saying, claiming mm-hmm. fraud. You have all these, like, all these right-wing losers claiming fraud in their elections. My thing is, they're all emulating kind of a Trumpist way of doing it. My thing is, don't you know that it didn't work? You know? But that's the thing. It and didn't we, fucking work. I feel so like why a, are you doing it? I feel like a broken record because we've said this multiple times. But, like, as I pointed out previously, like, the biggest export in America is pop culture, right? And with Trump, Trump has set the stage for all these other right-wing individuals, politicians, leaders, personalities, or otherwise. He has given them a framework for how to act and what to do. Smarter people than us also point this out, and they articulate it probably better because they got fancy degrees. I talk like a normal person. But it's like, Trump did it, and now all these other people are going to do it too because they have seen the amount of people who fuck with Trump when he did it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, But we, at the end of the day, it didn't work. He didn't, but I guess it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to work is the thing. It doesn't have to work. Because now you've like... Through the legal channels, through the official channels, because your core people will believe it, and it just sets up that further divide. It, it further separates your crew from the general population, and it makes them easier to control. And it further de- delegitimizes uh, democracy and all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, so it puts all this stuff into question. It's, it is like the whole post-truth thing. It is creating your own reality, but it's, it, is, it is this genius way to indoctrinate your followers and to prove their loyalty to you. So if you say like it was rigged and don't give any don't give any evidence, right? But you just say it's rigged. And the people who believe in you, you can look at them and say, "Okay, these are how many ride or die people I have. This is a good, you know, measurement for how strong my movement is." And it's, yeah. it's 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 very it's a genius tactic to to try to like you know to to try to utilize right just like I'm just gonna say whatever I want and see how many people believe me and then you just create so much confusion and you create so much doubt because what's going to create anger on the other side being like this motherfucker's not giving any evidence what the hell exactly and it doesn't matter you're creating doubt in the process. So these people don't have to be proven right or wrong. They just have to keep on saying it long enough because they know that people's attention spans are fucking short. Right. So you just keep on saying it and you keep on saying it. And then people are just going to say, oh, yeah, I remember that being a thing from a couple of years ago, but I don't know much about it. It might be true. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So like that's what's going to happen with Trump. The stop the steal people are never going to stop saying stop the steal. Because the longer they say it, the more they legitimize the general theory. And the farther they get away from the actual event and the farther they get away from the truth, the more they can sort of, you know, all they have to do is put a little bit of doubt in there and the work is done. Because it just, it just delegitimizes everything because it's no longer this accepted fact that like the election is real. Because now you're questioning it and you're like, well, my neighbor doesn't think it's real. He doesn't seem like a dumbass. Why doesn't he think, am I missing something? Is there something fucked up right now? Maybe it isn't real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just the fact that Trump has created this robust playbook 
and we're slowly seeing all these different things that these other, you know, right wing world leaders or wannabe world leaders are doing that are blatant copycat Trump moves is fascinating to me. You know, just the amount of shit that we lazily let this asshole get away with and how it's going to be perfected in other parts of the world. And it's going to be very bad, like because sooner or later it's going to work somewhere Mm -hmm. and it will. If we, if there's an election coming up where it is very hotly contested and, you know, both sides say it's fake or the loser just says it's fake or it's rigged or whatever, sooner or later, it's going to lead to assassinations and coups and all this stuff. I I would argue that Myanmar is a good example of it already working. It already happened, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'll give you that. They had that election and then they were like, fuck that, that didn't happen. And then they were just like, nah, they just took it away from... The elect, you know, Myanmar is also like an interesting case example because they did the it's illegitimate thing, but then they also got the coup. And so that's like an example of something Trump did, but then also like an avenue that these people could take. You know what I mean? So they're an interesting case study in and of itself. Right. They're, a, they're like an interesting part of the skill tree of like the Trumpism. But they did it fast. Oh, they did it quick. Well, they saw the opening and they fucking went for the jugular. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, other places, if you wait too long, credit where credits due on that, like from like attack, like from a tactical standpoint, they did it correctly. Yeah. They just blitzkrieg the fuck out of that shit. Yeah. But like, we're, this is not going to be the last time we see a, a left wing candidate, a progressive candidate, or even, Whatever. This is not the last time that we're going to see a right-wing candidate lose and then claim that it was rigged just because they lost. Right. And this is because it works. It works, and the the right-wing supporters fuck with it. Some of them believe it. I think... I don't know how many, like, will really stick on for the long haul, but at least, like, in the immediate future people will agree mm-hmm. meaning that like when when the election originally happened like every trump supporter i know was like this is fake this is rigged and then right. the longer that went on the more they started to drop off and be like actually i don't know this seems a little wacky whatever this is legitimate you guys need to chill out and we're going to be seeing that everywhere the next time yeah. there's something in like i think india might be a really might be the one where it pops the fuck off. Like if Modi ever has to deal with anything like this. Oh yeah, he'd definitely be one of those. That's going to be one where like the guns are just going to come out, you know, two minutes mm-hmm. after the election results are read type of thing. Right. You know, like I really think that that, or you might get like a Lukashenko type of thing, but like it's not the end. And you know, and as much as I don't want to be like, Trump was a fascist and people didn't take him seriously. And, you know, you let this happen and it's this person's fault and it's that person's fault. Like, I'm not going to do that. But I will say, like, you need to be literate in what Donald Trump did. And you need to understand what his, his fans, his sycophants, his followers, his cabinet want. Because all the shit that we joke about, like them failing, that is being used as a playbook for people who are actually not dumb Americans. Right. So all the shit that Stephen Miller wanted to do with like immigration and concentration camps and shit, 
other fucking right wing nations are taking note and figuring out a way to perfect it. You know, yeah. because the theory is there. The execution just wasn't. So all the shit that Steve Bannon liked and all the stuff that fucking, you know, Lindsey Graham wants to try and do and fucking Marco Rubio and like all these people, like the dumb, crazy shit that we all laugh about, like all the Marjorie Taylor Greene stuff, like even some of the crazy Q shit, like we laugh at it because it's so fucking dumb and it would never work. And you can't possibly believe that or whatever. But if you get to the core of the message that they're trying to convey if you're getting to like the motivation of what it is you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. that is going to be used by more organized individuals in other countries who are waiting for their chance to spring up because they watched donald trump and then like you said myanmar happened so these people are watching donald trump and they're waiting for their chance to strike because they have seen what what happens when you do it in the greatest country in the world, in the richest country in the world, in the seat of democracy? You know what I mean? Right. Like, and if, if it could happen in America, it could happen other places. And so you do it where people aren't fucking pussies and like fat and addicted to McDonald's and you're going to have some fucking actual results. Like imagine if like the storming of the Capitol took place in like fucking, you know, Barcelona. Or like if that took place... You know, in fucking Tokyo or something or somewhere where like it's not like the stereotypical like stupid, fat, lazy Americans and it's actually like motivated human beings like shit would have popped off. There would be way more than six people dead, you know? Yes. And it's coming and it is coming. These people are are being radicalized because they have seen the, you know. Yeah. They, they, they've watched Trump do it. Trump is the proto, you know, whatever the fuck is coming next. Right. And on that note, we're ending it. Okay. And you can end it because I started. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You do it. No, I started it. You finish it. You didn't start You're it. You're gaslighting me. No, I did start it because I talked about it being hot. I started it. You should just do it. It's because you can't do it. No. I... It's a it's a play on what we just talked about. Oh, <laughs> good. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. All right, I'll end it. You know, I'll I'll just reinforce this, and then yeah. you can put this in your playbook. Yeah. Lukashenko will be like, oh yeah, Jordan did it. So can I. <laughs> but no, thank you for listening. Um, we really appreciate people listening this far into the show. Um, if you like the show, please like and subscribe. Give us a good review wherever you listen to podcasts. You know the drill. It, 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 it takes no fucking effort to give us a five-star review. Please fucking do it. Um, that really helps us out. It helps us get into people's feeds and get recommended and blah, 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 blah. Um, also, if you could, recommend the show to some friends. You know, I've said it before, like, steal their phones, put us on auto-download on their shit. Like, all the, you know, just fucking force us down your friend's throat. Um, you can find the show on all social media platforms. From there, you can find the remaining individual profiles for myself jordan and super producer andrew hit us up on there we will fucking talk to you we will answer we will do whatever we have a patreon for five bucks a month you get an extra episode every week as well as access to our patreon only discord chat um that's it we did it i told you i started it what oh you're trying to do a trump thing i hope they put huge in the dictionary (laughs) 